fellow citizens. It has come to the attention of my benevolent administration that Harry and Meghan have had a child called Archie. Oh, hold on, hold on a second, Sonny Jim. It's Liz here with an update on what's been happening with my family. As Sonny Jim was saying, Harry and Myrtle, Megan, whatever her name is, have had a kid. A lovely bundle of joy, but I don't know if he's ginger or not. They won't let me close enough to find out. Oh, what else has been happening? My husband, Philip, yes, Philip, has finally had to cough up his license to the local constabulary after many years of bombing around Sandrum, squishing small furry animals, hypnotising pheasants and deer in the headlights, and sending sundry people such as gamekeepers and the occasional group of trespassing travellers flying like ninepins. So don't diss my grandkids and sprogs if you know what's good for you. If you do, I'll send Charles and Camilla round for a cup of tea and your toenails. Camilla's nickname is not pliers for nothing. She can shear a horse with her bare hands, so watch your lip if you want to keep a trouser full. Anyway, Sunshine, I'll let you carry on terrorising the masses. Until then, this is Liz saying, be seeing you. Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, to this, the latest in a long line of staggering stories podcasts. I'm crumbly, and I can see. Yes, you're wearing glasses, aren't yes. you? Mm-hmm. Yes. Cooey. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading news, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's me, I'm Stephen, and I'm back again. Sorry, oh, no. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I'm just Keith. You're alone. Pure and simple. Especially simple. Mm. You know why she's not here? No. Allegedly. Allegedly. Has she eloped with she's, Scott? No, allegedly <laughs> she's on her way home from work and won't right. get Short. here in time. It's got nothing to do with the fact she wants to get home to watch Game of Thrones from last. <laughs> Last night, as soon as possible. Oh no, it's nothing to do with that. She's going to so thump me. (laughs) It's like one of those secret powers when you're the only one in the room that's in that episode. (laughs) (laughs) You're the only one. Spoilers, spoilers. I will say nothing. (laughs) Dedication to the podcast. Yes. Anyway, without further ado, oh, yes, yes. anyway, without further ado, Liz barging in besides. It's the news with El Presidente. Oh, yeah. Hurt we and begins. Is, is that a word? Apparently. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's actually a word. Have you ever wanted. Pertwee in law. Yes. Have you ever wanted an entire season of Pertwee in violently high definition? Hey! If so, then hold on to your cape as Doctor Who season 10 is coming to a Blu ray box set near you soon. Mm. Lovingly upscaled by Unit's finest scientific minds, this set will feature such classic stories as The Three Doctors, mm-hmm. Carnival of Monsters, mm. and The Green Death. Yeah. Also, Frontier in Space and Planet of the Daleks. Mm. Expect a host of new special features. Witness Katie Manning and Stuart Bevan return to some Welsh locations. Get comfy for five whole instalments of Behind the Sofa. Mm. 
Hang on, I've just made it go small. Bigging it. You're supposed to be bigging him. Get comfy for five whole instalments of Behind the Sofa with the likes of Manning, the ever-charming John Levine, <laughs> and the man who liked to lay on a jeep, Richard Franklin. Ooh. Unlike previous season box sets, there will not be an interview between Matthew Sweet and the actor playing the Doctor due to a touch of death on Pertwee's part. <laughs> they, they can get a Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> Mr Sweet will, however, be talking to the likes of Steve Moffat and Mark Gatiss, who are so well known for being in that episode and writing <laughs> for that episode and watching that episode because, like me, they were sproglets. <laughs> they were. It is due for release the day after Pertwee's 100th Ooh, birthday. Mm, I didn't Not that he's that. likely to be celebrating it. On the 8th of July, 2019. So go out and buy it. Uh, I think that's one for um, for the collection myself. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. Being, being a sad fan that mm. I am. Yeah, I just regret not buying the first one now. Yeah. You can't really get it anymore. I'm, I'm looking forward to three doctors in yeah. wonderful Technicolor yeah. upscaling. Yeah. I've, so. fin- I've only just finished all buying the entire collection on DVD now. They're all coming out on Blu-ray. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm I- like, I want to buy them, but at the same time, I don't. And like, I've not got any fourth doctor ones, but then there's another jump out with one. I'm like, I need to get this. It looks so beautiful. <laughs> well, this, this the tra- I do remember reviewing Green Death. And Green. For some reason in my head, it was only four episodes, so we can watch that in an afternoon. Mm, yeah. No, oh. no, it was eight episodes. <laughs> oh, six, I've, no, six. I've watched some of the first season of Tom Baker's that's been released on box set on Blu-ray. Mm. Some are flipping gorgeous. Mm. Some you can't tell the difference. Oh, Robots okay. of Death, it just looks like a clean copy, but there's no more there than on the DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ark in Space is absolutely gorge to some extent too much so because you <laughs> okay. can start to see Engorged. you know some yeah. of the cracks but <laughs> i think also i noticed watching tom's last season on blu-ray because some of it's on film and some of it's on video if it's well lit yeah. it seems to upscale well if it's not well lit it looks more grainy than if you watched it on a dvd Blimey. so it, it basically yeah. don't ditch the dvd copies no yeah. i'd keep both i think there are some special features which are, haven't been brought across to the blu-rays as well unfortunately mm. yeah but then again aren't there exclusive ones to the blu-ray there as well? are so you need to keep both really yeah. Yeah. On the yeah. full and, and the other thing is unless you've got a blu-ray external hard drive you can rip dvds <gasps> down to for your personal use onto tablets, etc., which are actually yeah. quite legal by law now. It is, it is. But you can't do it's that here. with a Blu-ray. So yeah. if you wanted to put a load up to get onto a memory stick to go on holiday or something, you can obviously still do that with the DVD, but you can't with the Blu-rays. I say, unless you fork out for an expensive blue hard way. Anyway... I wish I could fly. Exactly. <laughs> of course you can. The Orville, back for a third. Ooh. Fans of Keith Harris <laughs> need not get too excited, as this oh. isn't a return of the Green Dark Dummy. <laughs> I was going to say, do we but need to explain it to him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not to know what they're talking about. But instead, Seth MacFarlane's Star Trek pastiche is getting a third season. Have Fox learned their lesson about killing popular series? Has their new owner, Disney, had anything to do with this? Mm. Probably not on both counts, but decent ratings have clearly helped, as probably did MacFarlane's Fox animated series Family Guy and American Dad. Mm, There's no official word on when it will return to the screens, but we can probably expect it 
around January 2020. I think I should point out this time that Fox yeah. has already cancelled uh, Family Guy at least once. It did yeah. cancel it once, but it brought it back. Is now it, up to it brought it back, yeah. Or oh, yeah. Some, something silly Crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah. It did bring it back. So, Isn't yeah. there something that the BBC cancelled? <laughs> right. I, I, I have still never seen any of Orville. I've seen an episode. I've literally seen one random episode. To my mind, very hit and miss. Yeah. Mildly amusing. Even now, they seem to have a bit of problem with the, the tone, the sense of humour. Mm. You'll have something that is crudely funny yeah, yeah, against yeah. something that is absolutely tragic yeah. in, oh. the same epi- in the same scene, see? the same episode. They seem to have trouble with that. Yeah. They're, they're playing it safe with a lot of next-generation tropes. Mm. Mm. It is much more next-generation than yeah. any other Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. The, one I, the one I saw was the, one of the female members of staff had the love interest in one of the robots. Yeah. The humanoid yeah. guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only Peter Mayhew. Dead. Dead. The original fluffy Trebacca actor, Peter Mayhew, has growled his last, dropping dead, age 74. Good innings. Tributes came in from all over the galaxy, including William Shatner. I am so sorry to hear about Peter. We had so much fun and memorable tweets back and forth. Over the years, plus seeing each other at a convention here and there, my deepest condolences to his family. He will be sorely missed. <laughs> and on the end of that quote is an unhappy smiley yes. face. Yes, yes. Can you have an unhappy smiley face? <laughs> well, it's <laughs> Okay, an unhappy emoji then. Mark Hamill said... He was the gentlest of giants, a big man with an even bigger heart who never failed to make me smile, and a loyal friend who I loved dearly. I'm grateful for the memories we shared, and I'm a better man for just having known him. Thanks, Pete. Even the normally curmudgeonly Harrison Ford had something nice to say. Wow. We were partners... (laughs) Really? (laughs) In life? (laughs) As well as marriage? (laughs) We were partners in film and friends in life for over 30 years, and I loved him. Too much information? (laughs) He invested his soul in the character and brought great pleasure to the Star Wars audience. Chewbacca was an important part of the... Poke wake him, up, wake up. Poke him, poke him. <laughs> Success of the films we made together. He knew how important the fans of the franchise were to his continued success. And he was devoted to them. I and millions of others will never forget Peter and what he gave us all. Fairies, yeah. Thanks for that. Despite any rumours, Mayhew wasn't killed by the droids ripping his arms and legs off in revenge. Oh. Yeah. yeah, sad, but 74. Yeah. Reasonable innings. Reasonable, reasonable. There's that astronaut on the space station. Oh, put yeah. A, put a photo up of him just over the glass looking down the Earth. It's rather good, I thought. Yeah. 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 I don't know how they got a photo of him up there. Do they randomly take photos of people up? <laughs> just in case. You might die. Yeah. Let's bring a photo. <laughs> I suspect they do have some kind of printer up there in case they need to actually print any additional may, new stuff off. Mm. I have an addendum. I, I have an addendum. Gene, what is your addendum? Actor William Russell, who played the first companion in Chesterton, is to participate on the film Medida Provinciale, or Provisional Measure, with his son, Alfred Enoch. Ah, it took over from Jodie Whittaker. Yes. Not a doctor who didn't trust me. (laughs) It's a Brazilian movie. The movie is directed by Lazaro Ramos, a renowned actor from Baja, Brazil, who found fame in soap operas and movies. And this is his first directorial... 
editorial debut. Debut. Now, reading through this, you can follow through tweets, etc. But shooting of the film taking place in Rio de Janeiro and Etheline Enoch has attended, i.e. Russell Will- William Russell's wife. So I didn't know she was, you know, obviously there's long-lived genes in that family, so to speak. His wife's quite a bit younger than his, I think. No no, no disrespect, but remember the last Hooverville he was at, the phone call. Yeah. Yeah. He's 94. And his son's only in his 30s, isn't he, or something like that? I think she's quite a lot younger than him. (laughs) And you can follow his official Instagram account, or the production's official Instagram account. Is this a foreign language film presumably from our point of view at any rate um i think so i think it is but it would depend on how it's done as to whether or not they then decide to do a, a subtitle yeah any more addendums? I have an addendum. Oh, no, it, Thomas. For those of you who are interested and for those of you who played Star Trek Online. Oh, yeah. Ooh. They have oh, updated yeah. it to Discovery and they have now got Captain Lorca doing a couple of missions. Oh, really? The, yeah, the captain from the first film, uh, for the first season, should I say. Yeah, can't have been cheap. <laughs> a big name actor. Yes. Yeah, I know they had Tilly in it. No they've had Tilly, but now they, they have a couple of missions featuring Captain Lorca, whose name I can't remember. Or me, but I recognise the moment you say it. Talk amongst yourselves. Blah, 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 blah. blah, 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 blah. Jason Isaacs, that's it. Jason, Jason Isaacs. Isaacs. That's it, yep, yep. And also the security chief, Commander Ellen Landry, played by Rekhara, something I can't pronounce, <laughs> Sharma. I do apologise for mangling that name. <laughs> but yeah. yes, so, so okay. they've got a, they've not a big thing, but they've got a couple of missions. Oh, that's good. Mm. That's good. Thus in this, the oh, news. I, I have more addendums. Oh, I, I have oh, more good, addendums. Good. According to the news feature I have just looked at on io9, the Picard Star Trek, staying with Star Trek. Ah, yes. Picard Maneuver, as it's called. The, the Picard series <laughs> that is yeah. coming. It's not. Is uh, outside the country or outside of America, because it's CBS exclusive. Right, yeah. Is going to be streamed by Amazon. Oh, interesting. Not Netflix. Netflix got Discovery yeah. outside of North America. Well, I, I think apparently Netflix may have taken a big hit yeah. because of Discovery. I think they weren't that impressed with the uh, the figures for it, yeah. unfortunately. There's that hoo-ha over the uh, the shorts. Yes. So not entirely surprising, but it's, uh, yeah, interesting. So you have to have both now. Everyone watch Star Trek. Yes. <laughs> That's a bit cheeky, isn't it? For everybody outside of North America, you've got to pay for Netflix and for Amazon Video. Is Amazon. That is at the moment. That's uh, That is seeming likely. And my last addendum, mm-hmm. which is probably ancient news by the time this has comes out, <laughs> is the infamous coffee cup in oh, Game yeah. of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, yep. so many memes. The one, I, the one I especially like is the notice released by HBO, HBO oh, right, yeah. which apparently they admit, yes, it was an error, yes, it was a mistake. Daenerys actually ordered honey tea, not coffee latte. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also like, they're trying to work out who's what it was, but at the same time, Sophie Turner like also had the coffee cup at some point they're like who did it and also i saw something else online it's not the first time it's happened but yeah. no one noticed it until no now. No one noticed back. it oh. until like now. back in the first series or something, there was oh, a scene yeah. where he was holding, one of the characters, I think it was Jamie, was holding a coffee cup at the front of a scene. It was just like, that's oh, why okay. his hand chopped off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hand yeah, that's why, that's why his hand yeah. chopped off. Yeah. 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 Right, I'm addendumed out now. Can I say, thus ended the news? Now you can say, thus ended the news. Thank you. But! But! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
We've been to places, haven't we, people? We We've have. been <laughs> far and wide. Far, and, far away. Oh, yeah, over the hills and far away over the dales. Or oh. just down the road. To the town centre. Yeah, literally our local town is great. Yes, we have been to the latest convention called the Capitol. Capitol. Mm. Or, to be more extent, Capital Number 4. Ooh. Okay, so Doctor Who convention, yep. of course. Yep, mm-hmm. twice. Yep. Local Doctor Who convention. Hometown of Crawley. Yes. Yeah, what was it held? The Aurora Hotel. Aurora. Which is literally on so, the edge of town right centre. Right by the station, actually. It's changing to hotel next year. Yes. yes. I was going to say, it won't be there next year. It will be yeah. even closer to me next year. Oh, but further from the town centre. Further from the town centre, but closer to me. If you go there next year, or do you it'll be somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was a two-day event. A Saturday and a Sunday. A Saturday and a Sunday. 27th of April, 28th yeah. of April. And run by the Doctor Who Appreciation Society. Yeah, they're still going. Yeah, they are. Still Apparently going. so. Bus. Apparently so. Yeah. And what did we do there? More importantly, who was there? Yes. Well, well who wasn't there? Yeah. Ah. Uh, doctors. Um, well, we, we were expecting one Mr. Franklin on the Sunday. Yeah. He didn't arrive on the Sunday. It turned out he, got he forgot it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He forgot all about it. But he's a gentleman of a certain age now. You know. He's laying on a jeep. <laughs> yes. We had uh, Katie Manning. Who hasn't had Katie Manning? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Metaphorically. <laughs> and mean, that Dalek. And Julian Glover. Mm. Yeah. Which was which we'll discuss later, which was interesting. Indeed. And Mr. Burkoff. Mr. Burkoff. Burkoff. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, he was very Blimey. interesting. Mm-hmm. Really um, expected him to be an yes. awkward guest, and he wasn't at all, really. So mm-hmm. did the person interviewing him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was rather amusing. I, I have never seen such a hesitant... Inter- I mean, it's the guy, I can never remember his name, Tony the guy Jordan. in charge of the ways, but I've never seen someone so... Tentatively <laughs> trying <laughs> to interview someone. Yeah, it's Tony Jordan. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Of, of his 40 odd 45 minute panel, there was about five minutes of Doctor Who, and the rest was all things like Clockwork Orange yeah. and his yeah. other career. And it was yeah. really, really interesting. Yeah. Um, we also were down India Fisher, unfortunately. Yes. But yeah. we did have the ever wonderful and beautiful Louise Jameson. Yeah. I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was lovely. Piper was great. And someone called Tom Tom Spil- Spilsbury was there, wasn't they? Tom Spilsbury. What's he ever done? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but spoilers on front of magazines. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I, there, there, was, there we go. <laughs> I don't know if um, El Presidente was, was there, but I definitely was. John Freeman, who was the editor in chief of the Doctor Who magazine in the 80s and early 90s nineties during the uh, carousel he was and Tom Spilsbury did a panel on the Sunday morning and it was actually quite interesting yeah the different problems they have now the big problem they've got now is what to put in it and they're pretty much directionalised and there has been comments about it it's just become an advertising magazine but one of the problems they had originally was the thing about the photographs apparently Anthony Amy got upset about photographs of the master being used and then they had to get permission off of everyone and anyone which is why you have a lot of the same photos reused all the time i'm not sure it works because if you take the photo you own that photo not the person who's the subject of the photo Uh, but the thing is it was possibly bbc issued photos yeah Yeah. and the bbc would own them in that case yeah 
that is is maybe he had a contract with yeah. them or yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But it's, that, that was an interesting panel because it, you sit there going, "What are they going to talk about?" Yeah, it's a magazine, really interesting. But it was the problems that they've respectively faced during the time yeah. of producing it. The other one that was really interesting was Richard Ashton, Samuel Oatley, and Clem So. Mm-hmm. Mm. who basically are people behind the rubber masks. One uh, of yeah. those is Tim Shaw. Yeah. Yep. Um, I can't remember the other characters, but again, that was... Uh, you know, one was Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, Friday. Yeah. The uh, what, Warrior. That was a really, Clockwork really... Clockwork Droid. Clockwork yeah. Droid, yeah. yeah. That, again, was a very, very interesting panel yeah. of what they go through for the prosthetics and all that because a lot of them were saying they weren't prosthetic actors no, and no. suddenly have learned it's, it's, to become prosthetic there. actors. Mm. In, in some ways it's really nice because these are people we haven't seen before. Although they're from New Who, you're hearing new mm. stories and new approaches because even if you used to go to conventions, prosthetics weren't like they are now, so you would never have the artist saying about what, what they have to go through in terms mm. of prosthesis. Great respect for mm. God, yeah. for the prosthetic mm, actors. So, am I right in saying that completed us a knob juice Tony Slattery wasn't invited back? Not, not he this wasn't, time. No. no not and this in time. fact, the couple who dragged him. sponsored him or yeah. got him mm. involved weren't there either. Ah. Despite being involved that. heavily in the yeah. previous. And the person, who did the, the Saturday, yeah, yeah. the person who did the Saturday evening entertainment got a round of applause within 30 seconds by saying, I'm here to advise you, Tony Saturday is not at this week's convention. <laughs> <laughs> who did do the, I uh, forget already, who did the entertainment on Saturday night? Oh, we had a little bit of the Doctor Does. Oh, Alistair Pearson. Alistair Pearson. Mm, we yeah, had yeah, also... Uh, does great fourth Doctor impersonation. We also has had uh, Talk Like a Dalek until the... Uh, Residents no, at the hotel. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Right. Many big fish, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Apparently, they were dreaming. It was uh, talk like a Dalek. You're given the ring modulator yep. and you'll get to say something. And apparently, various residents were beginning to dream of Daleks <laughs> as the voices were <laughs> echoing. Because you, you had Nick Briggs doing yeah. one and, and you can't do it. You can't do a whisper, no, Dalek. Do oh, so they got louder and louder, louder yep. and they're going through the ring modulator and the microphones and God knows what. Apparently, it was Aurora Borealis. They called it. The title for the collection of entertainment. Last year they had, um, what's his name? He did the theme tune for Trial of the Time Lord. Not Kef. Dominic. Dominic Glynn. Glynn, yeah. Uh, He did a concert. He did a set. That was really good. After Slattery, which is why we had to sit through Slattery. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, That was quite late and quite loud. I don't know why nobody complained last year when they complained about Daleks this year. I mean, I do wish I was there when he was appearing there, because, I mean... (laughs) I would have been throwing money at the guy. Yeah, I mean, I've been sharpening the edges of the coins for that. be money into his underwear. He was, uh, 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 you sit there going, Apparently he went down like a lead balloon. As a stand-up yeah, comedian, you don't come in and start to insult your audience. Yeah, and antagonise the, an, antagonise and, the inhabitants of the and town And when they appearing. don't yeah. see the funny side of that, carry on mm. it's one thing if you go into a club and you're a confrontational comedian you insult the audience and they're expecting that mm. and they'd be upset if you didn't mm. but if you do that and the audience go 
what you want about. <laughs> you can't change your tact. Mm. But no, anyway, back to this year's capital. Yeah, we had um, Ian Glover and Ian... Uh, George, sorry, June Glover and Ian Cullen. Yeah. Which I thought was very interesting. It was, yeah. It's from the classic series, admittedly. Julian Glover was a lot more recognisable than I expected him to be. Yes. Having mm. seen him more recently in uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. Where he looks like a really old, decrepit man. Yeah. Barely recognise him. Here, he obviously turned out the clock. He was really good. They, they, were, they were interesting, both with the... Just, just how old and decrepit is he, then? <laughs> he's pretty old, but... Uh, All right. <laughs> yeah, you can still hear him. You, you recognise him. You can still hear yeah, his voice. He's very sharp. He still projects. Yeah. Yeah, no, and not to what I expected. Again, like um, with uh, Burkhoff, it wasn't just his Who stuff. It was the mm. entire range from the uh, the Bonds, Indiana Jones, yeah. Game of Thrones. Which, to be fair, is more interesting probably to the audience than all the Stephen Burkhoff stuff. Yeah. Because it, they are talking about the Indiana Jones stuff like that, which yeah. you're more likely to be it's interested more, in, yeah, in, in than random plays. Have <laughs> <laughs> you that Stephen Burkhoff was talking about? Uh, and also uh, in, in Cullen, who appeared, I can't remember the character's name, but was in Aztecs. He was the baddie, wasn't he? He was the baddie in Aztecs. Yeah. I could recognise him too. You, you can, yeah, you you can, can still, still see it. See. Even though yeah. he's, you know, he was a young man back then, he's not now, but yeah. you can still see. I knew immediately who he was just by looking at him. What, what I did Amazing. find interesting was also both of their recollections of William Hartnell. Very different. Very, very different, mm. yeah. Mm. I've seen a lot of different people over the years speak who have worked with William Hartnell, and it seems to be, depending on when you worked from yeah. him time-wise, if you worked at the beginning of yeah. the time or to the end of time, but I get the feeling that he was also a person that if he liked you, you got nice William Hartnell. Yeah. If he didn't like you... <laughs> he didn't hold back. <laughs> yeah, there, there was no middle you ground. Knew it, was, yeah. yeah. Uh, Love or hate. He, if you got on with him, brilliant. If you didn't get on with him, and you wouldn't necessarily know why. Yeah. I think he was you a person that made his mind yeah. up very quickly. One thing which I thought was a bit of a misfire, really, was um, let's have a wild time. Oh, yeah, God, yes. Kate yeah. Manning. Yeah. Uh, with Katie Manning. Bless you. With Katie Manning... Uh, playing Ice Wild Time yeah. and David Benson playing Panda is it? Panda they were reading a, a script from a, a, an existing big finish and Paul Mars the writer was sat there like we a bit of a lemon yeah. uh, <laughs> it was good at the beginning but it went on it went long. on far too long it felt like about an hour yeah. Yeah. if it was only, if it had been an only a couple of minute ex- mm. excerpt yeah, 10, that would have been fine thing, um, but, it but was, this was yeah. an entire it was one in... CD play yeah. acted out live with no backing and stuff yeah. Like that. Yeah. I, I did yeah. fall asleep and drift off in the <laughs> But it wasn't because of that. It was probably because I'd been awake like 30 hours. We we shall go into that in the next segment. I kind of get that they were trying to do something different because Katie's been to a few of them and there are people there that will have... But I think they could have balanced that. Yeah. And and instead of it just being Katie and her time on Who, because they'd done it as the Ivis, the wild time thing, as you say, do a 15-minute reading at the beginning to get people into the idea. It's more, we're talking about the audio plays here, chaps, kind yeah, of stuff, yeah. and then go into yeah. a Q&A session. Yeah. But, yeah, even I started to sit going, <sighs> Yeah, what it was going on outside. <laughs> it wasn't the best. No, it's a shame. Not everyone gets all the big finishes. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm familiar with Iris, but I'm only familiar with her due to the um, so, Excellus plays. Me too. Yes, That's, the I haven't. One, I, I bought the collection. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got any of the Iris's stories. No, don't think I have. They also had um, a Dalek panel with yes. the wonderful Terry Malloy. Nick oh, yeah. Briggs and John Davey. And some Daleks. Mm. 
and some and lots Daleks. Of Daleks. They, they were quite funny. Those they, 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 got got their Bri- they annoyed yeah. Nicholas Briggs a bit, but that's what they got their patter. <laughs> sometimes they're quite good, and sometimes they're just batty, and you're thinking, just shut, shut up, let the people stay <laughs> <laughs> still. And I think one thing I'm looking at with the program Capital, and they've done this quite well. They've got a mix of different approaches. So you've got the Daleks, so you've got the people behind, it, and again with the panel with the people behind the mask, and they've had people there that do a panel about who they write for. Doctor Who, and then you've got the audio, then you've got the yeah. magazine. So it isn't just necessarily the actors all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Some people find some of that, and a lot of it is the individual. Some people yeah. are better at speaking than others. Yeah. Um, but it's nice actually to have that balance of, a, of approaches. I'm not so sure about the writer's side of things because writing is a solitary task, and no disrespect to a lot of writers. How did you get your idea? Well, I got told I had to write, or I was. Yeah, it's not something necessarily that can fill a full panel. Turned up. De- yeah, depending on the actual writer, but yeah. it, it's nice to have different angles at, at conventions. Yeah. That's one nice thing about Capital. It isn't just these are the people that were in front of the camera. Yeah, let's all praise them. <laughs> it's got the people behind the cameras and the people that you in front of the cameras but you don't always see yeah. for whatever reason so uh, quite a nice mix of old to mm. new and yeah. big finish yeah yeah it yeah. is an overreaching thing and it kind of shows you just how big the show is and like obviously just yeah. for a small event like that like most people might assume like doctor who's just it's a tv series but yeah. it's not it's it's an audio series it's books, books it's yeah. merch and this is one of those events where you can see like loads of people behind those mm. different things and you can meet and greet them and yeah like you say it's not just the act in front of the camera it's very much behind the scenes yeah. as well and yeah. just all over the panel the whole, yeah. whole gamut one of the better show. panels I thought was the Edward Russell one the old brand manager yes talking yeah. about some of the weird and wacky things yeah. that people have come to him and say can we license Doctor Who for a shed yeah. or yeah. Mr Potato Head which is yeah, his favourite he didn't like that I, I was very tempted to buy one I never did but uh, <laughs> he's still waiting for the shed to be delivered yeah he is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you get an opportunity to it's, I say it's not cheap it's about yeah. 100 quid for the two days but you can buy one day tickets and 50 pounds for a day's convention these days about normal is about normal and i have to say in some ways it's a lot more economical than a lot because you get one free autograph oh, yeah. with virtually yeah. every guest yeah, yeah. You're not um, some the of them you get two some of them limited some you get one free autograph and then the guests will charge you afterwards so it's not one of those ones where you go along and well right, i'm going to pay x amount to get in and then i'm going to pay x amount for each autograph etc so you get in you, you get you, can you get your autographs yeah. for free if you want such things if you want such things and there, there is um a photo studio and they're generally about 15 to 20 quid yeah. not 50 yeah. that's one five not yeah. five zero which yeah. you know is quite good if you see some of the prices some people charge is ridiculous oh, yeah. i'm afraid and that's for the single shoots and like group shots as well like obviously yeah. most conventions that like you say they're really expensive but then just rake the price up for more people that are in the oh no this is like photographs so if it's yeah. if there's five of you in there that's going to cost you 15 or 20 quid share by five kind yeah. of stuff you yeah. get one picture but you yeah. get the jpeg and you can pay for more but yeah. if you're at a bigger con then yeah they charge so you more. it's it is a dwise event but you do not have to be a dwise member to go dwise members get a slight reduction but don't be put off by being dwise if you are dwise old school because this is quite a standalone and if you have no idea who dwise is don't be put off you don't have to join them it, no. it's worth looking at the one for next year and i would say you know 
go along. It it's was, a quite good. It's a nice small convention. Yeah, it was a fun convention. I enjoyed myself. I've enjoyed myself every time. Yep. And I'm not a Dwas member. No. I've never. You been shower a, occasionally. I shower <laughs> occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been a Dwas member, and it's still it's still fun. I'm yeah, still there. I, like, I'm not a, a yeah. member myself, but I still go to the events. I still enjoy them, and like, you're still obviously part of that Dwas community. Yeah. Mate. And for anyone that doesn't know, Dwaz means Doctor Who Appreciation, Appreciation Society. Society. Some people insist it's called Dwaz. Dwaz. I don't buy but that. I, I have been a member oh, of Dwaz for a long time. And if anyone wants to dig into my history, they'll probably see. No, no, <laughs> but, no. Sh- but, that's inadvisable. But, but yeah, that argument's been going on for ages and there's no actual right answer. But it's Dwaz. <laughs> <laughs> even they call it Dwaz, I think. Yeah, um, even they call it Dwaz. Uh, we should give one shout out. I forget her name. Uh, Inja Fisher had to drop out last minute. Yes. They got in uh, Flip. Oh. Yeah. Charlie. No, Lisa something. It was Lisa something. It was Lisa something. Lisa Greenwood. Lisa Greenwood. She, she was great fun. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. yes. She really Just, liked being there as well. Like, she, I, yeah. I think this is one of her first events, wasn't yeah, it? Probably, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Popping her convention cherry. Yes, indeed. She seemed to enjoy herself a lot. She did really enjoy herself a lot. Like, I had I, a photo shoot with her. Yeah, I, um, I especially loved the photo shoot you did with her. Yeah. Just, and then yeah. I posted a little video of me in character at 11, and she was like, I love 11, it's so cool. <laughs> and the bit when she did in the panel, and she's like, she likes Matt Smith and stuff like that, I was just like, I jumped up the audience, like, hi, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the head of Pertwee got <gasps> fanned. Oh, got fanned. He got mm. fan mobbed. Oh, really? He did. Yes. What they yes, there? there was someone there that went, Oh my god, I've been waiting to see him and get a photograph of him since I saw him at Gally's. He got fan mobbed. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Head of Pertwee had his own fan in attendance. Oh, ahead of his game. Oh, thinking of the Head of Pertwee, oh, shall oh, we say oh, hello, oh, well, yeah, before we forget yep, yeah. again? Yeah. Hello, Head of Pertwee. And various other bits. Yep, yep. <laughs> Graham, Dangerous Churchill, Nazi mm. Spock. Shaborn, the topless female garden gnome. <laughs> so, that's the end of our review of Capital until we go next year and do this all go, again. Go next year. Go, it's worth it. Go, 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 yeah, or go last... Well, no, we can't time travel. Oh, go, <laughs> Not yet. yet. Can. Go last year. <laughs> or go all over again and do it again. No, don't go last year because then you've got to put up with that goddamn awful cabaret. <laughs> well, the uh, first yeah. half being goddamn oh, oh, awful, the second half being brilliant. One thing we brilliant. didn't really mention too much about it was, yeah, the Daleks were there, but they were very present and wandering around all over the place. Oh, yeah. Being a nuisance. This is not quite a 60-second review, but a very quick one to talk about a TV programme that one of my colleagues at work got me into. Okay. It's not so much sci-fiction as more comedy fantasy. On Netflix, it's called The Good Place. Oh, I think we've mentioned it before. We have watched The Good Place. Yes. Yes. It's on season three. I'm not up to season three. I'm up to the first reset. (laughs) (laughs) And trying to talk about this without giving anything away is really difficult. But this woman wakes up, opens her eyes, and there's a sign that says everything is going to be okay. She gets (laughs) called in and told she's dead. And she's one of the people that's ended up in the good place. Not the bad place, but the good good place. place. (laughs) And it 
all goes from there. And this good place is this kind of like tween middle American town with frozen yogurt and <laughs> everyone's lovely and she's got this house full of clowns and everything else. Holy forking shirt she, balls. Yes. The important bit being that she doesn't believe she's meant to be there. And yeah. she, she finds out she shouldn't be because the person that's got the same name as her is the good person and she shouldn't be in the good place. Uh, And things start going wrong and she thinks it's her fault. You can't swear because some people don't like that. Holy fucking shirt balls. And there's three, four other people around her that all have their own little secrets. It's addictively funny. It's not belly laughs funny, but it's amusing. It has Ted Danson in it. Yes. Yes. Absolutely wonderful. As, as the architect. He's, he's the architect and he's very dry about it. Yeah. You've also got a wonderful AVI in there Janet. called Janet, who's basically the info person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's on Netflix. It's half an hour long. About 25 20, minutes. 25 20, minutes, 22 yeah. minutes for an episode. It's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. The one thing I do like about it and one thing I'd like to state is every season sort of virtually enters on a cliffhanger and that cliffhanger completely reverses everything you know. Yeah, the premise subtly changes every season. Yeah. They get their story in there. Yeah. They don't save their story for later. No. Right sell them to the corner and then go from there. Yeah. It's very, very good. I think the only thing you can be certain about on the whole thing is that they are dead. Yeah. Oh, definitely dead. <laughs> this is the afterlife. Yes. That's about it. There is, there is, it's in the good place and there is also the bad place, but it is, doesn't touch on any religion. Yes. As such. No, no, yeah. You really have to be religiously sensitive to have your religious sensitivities yeah. mm. offended. It, it's, it's not Christianity. It's not Muslim. It's not any Buddhism. It's not any religion. The, well, there's it's a just... wonderful bit in the first episode where she says, and these guys are like, well, the, the, the Muslims got about 5% and the Christians. Well, basically, they all got about 5%, except for this right, guy yeah. who got stoned and got 98% right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it, it doesn't fall into the trap of playing with any religious no, it doesn't, it, it doesn't say this religion is good, it's, that it's religion a, is it's bad. A generic, it's a generic afterlife. Yeah, yeah it doesn't yeah. go out of its way to insult yeah. anybody who's got no. any faith. No. Yeah. I approve of your recommendation and thumbs up. Indeed. But even within the afterlife, you can still have your own faith within the re- afterlife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely watch it. Watch it. Oh, God, definitely watch it. It's on my list. Add it to the list. It's on there already. We've been watching things, haven't we, people? We've been to the cinema. Yes, we have been to the cinema. And what have we been watching? Avengers. Ender's Game. One managed to watch all three hours without an intermission or yes. wee wee break. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, well, we knew it was three hours, so don't drink for an hour before you go in. I, I, <laughs> on a small sidebar, I do like the fact that somebody has produced an app to tell you when to take the toilet break during endgame. <laughs> during the slack moments. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know there are people that have medical problems, but otherwise, really? <laughs> Tire really? knots in it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them crossed. Right. So this... obviously, uh, a sequel to last year's go Infinity War it's part two a isn't continuation. it continuation yeah. yeah last year's Infinity War picking up for the, from the events well it's three weeks after Thanos has basically wiped out half of life in the universe the snap 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. Just, a lot of dust hanging around. Back, just before we went to see this, I went and I watched again on TV Ant Man and the Wasp. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That ends with Ant Man stuck in the alternative. Yes. Mic yeah. Quote. Well, yeah. Yeah. In, uh, quantum, quantum realm. Quantum realm. realm. Yes. I'd forgotten that till, we, and I was sitting there going, "Can we give away things on this?" Well, hang on, hang on. Let's see it. Spoiler music. Spoiler music. Spoiler music. There's no way we review this without giving away. So many spoilers. I actually thought it was going to turn out that he would be the key to it, but at a quantum level, in that he would go back and that was not quite that. That was the fan thing. But he would somehow actually be involved in re-engineering the stones or something like that. He was quite a substantial part of it, but not in the way that I thought yeah. the character was going mm. to be. Following on from that, I do like the fact that, uh, yes, he was instrumental, but it turns out that Back to the Future, Quantum Leap, Time Cop... <laughs> I didn't mention Doctor Who, though. I didn't mention well, who. No, as you read something earlier, uh, literally, like as was from uh, the segment earlier, Karen Gillan wanted to mention Doctor Who bringing around to it. Yeah, yeah. she should have done. She yeah. was there she, in that scene. She, 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 she wanted to. But anyway, anyway yeah. yeah. yeah they they met all these time travel films and then they, they say how they're all wrong. Yes. Although yeah. actually, Back to Future 2 has the same time travel yeah. as this film. Back to Future 1 doesn't. They changed the entire theory of yeah. time travel in Back to Future mm. 2 compared to 1. But let's gloss over that. Well, the thing. <laughs> it, is, it is a legitimate theory of you don't travel directly back into your past. You travel back into an alternate past. It's alternate because you're now in it and you weren't yeah. there the first time yeah. around. So suddenly you pop into an alternate timeline. Yeah, so you're not <laughs> travelling directly into your own past. Therefore, it is possible to kill your your grandfather because it's not actually your grandfather it's an alternate grandfather given all of this any theory of time travel is true because it doesn't actually work yet as far as we're aware (laughs) but but anyway um, there was lots of lovely little call outs in this and moments to past films yeah in fact like Back to the Future 2 they go back into the events of earlier films yeah Yeah. 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 that was very cool I like that bit all the classic films (laughs) and like the first moment when they go back to assemble and then it's like the scene with them all like circling around each other, the cameras circling around them. I was like, yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah. I remember this moment so well. <laughs> and then Hulk, like seeing other Hulk, totally raging, and then suddenly just like. I'm going to copy him and be angry, but not as angry because I'm now at a different point in my state. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hulk has lost his mojo somewhat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, he's he's it's, become Brady Hulk. It's, it's Professor Hulk, yeah. mm-hmm. which I think is from the comics. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. I I I quite like the prosthetics that Thor ended up having. To yeah. <laughs> yeah. I Thor love Thor. Does, he's let himself go. Thor does he's, not take it well. He's down on his well. He's down in his cups to say the least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's yeah. turned into. A stereotypical... The dude. dude he is the dude. He's sort of he like is. the beer belly, the unkempt hair. The big, the, he, he's the big Lebowski. He's mm, the dude. Yeah, the yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. And they referenced it as well. Yeah. When he started yeah. mentioning the big Lebowski. Even when he ends up in all the... Um, um, when they go off to the microcosm, yes. they all yeah. have their nice Avenger suits. They didn't slim him down. His no, suit's got, got, got a beard. Yeah. 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 He's still got the belly. <laughs> even at the end of the film, he's still like that. Even yeah. though he has this great moment. Into the, when all the lightning yeah. comes down, he gets transformed into, he, he into gets, Thor again. He gets Thor, but it's a chunky Thor. It's yeah. not the yeah. Thor from yeah, his, Infinity his hair War. Gets tidier it's, and yeah, well, and it gets, gets plaited and knotted, and that, his body doesn't change at all. No, no. no. And, <laughs> and I also like the fact that we all knew it, Captain America. Yeah, 
can wield Majol. <laughs> she can get the hammer. Wield yeah. Thor's hammer. Well, again, that's slightly alluded back to in Age Ultron. of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, because mm. it moved. It mo- and yeah. Thor looked a little worried. Yeah, very slightly moved. Yeah. What I liked, um, and I've seen this online afterwards and didn't realise at the time I watched the film, but we see Thor when he's kind of lost his way a little bit and yeah. obviously he's very depressed and down and stuff. Yeah. But someone pointed out that it was like looking at the point that like you're still worthy even when you're down like that. Yeah. Mm. So it was like yeah. it was that self motivation depression thing, like positivity thing. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah. that's very he, true. He like, thinks he's not, but he yeah, still he is. He still is, even yeah. though he's like, yeah, he's still worthy. It is interesting how some had moved on and some haven't. You've got yeah, it jumps um, to five years later, pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah. yeah, Stark with his daughter and yeah, and that changes his perspective. Well, and he doesn't want to reset time because he doesn't want to lose what he's built up. Yeah, it's also I like the fact that it's, he's changed his perspective, but he still hasn't dealt with it because he's moved away. He's mm. out in the middle of the country with no one else around and oh, yeah. in a log shack. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, he's took it really hard about yeah. Spider-Man and yeah. Peter Parker particularly. Yeah. But got also, a photo of him, doesn't he, in his cabin. Yeah. Also, yeah. I do like the fact that once he's told something, he has the idea, it will itch away at him and he has to produce it. When they come to yeah. see him, say, yeah. we can do time travel, we need to do it. And he goes, you can't do it because of this and this and this and sends him away again. But the itch is at the back of his head. Yeah. The, the idea of doing time travel and he just yeah. thought experiment, see if he can do do it yeah and then so he can and, and like, can uh, and then swears and these little girls on the stairs and swears <laughs> yeah. repeats it and just like, what? <laughs> yeah. but it, it's, it's the fact that the thought is in there and it itches away at him and he can't let it alone seems very mm. appropriate to his character if, yeah yeah that's what i mean that's what i like they all have their own little character pieces i mean going back to thor again okay he's lost his hammer uh molyneux yeah, yep. he's got a, a mystical axe known as Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Yep. Yeah, I just wonder what Michael Moorcock would think of that because <laughs> Elric's sword is called Stormbringer. Yeah. Uh, yes. Which came first, one? Yeah. yeah, if my my Norse mythology is right, I think he came first. First dibs on that one. <laughs> just a tad. Yeah. I liked the Hawkeye story. How yes. he's, of all of them, he was very, very conscientious. He was the the clean, clean, good guy. He was when family. He lose, like, when he loses his family, he turns into this right dark avenging angel. Mm, I think. Ro- Ronin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that Ronin. is lifted, again, lifted directly from the comics. Yeah. Is, so. There was a spain where he did become the character of Ronin. Oh, not Ronin. Right. Not, not Ronin. Ronin. <laughs> not from the beginning of the film, like, literally to have that happen. Like, oh, think, God, yeah. Like, he's yeah. a wee family. You just and know like, what's going to happen. Yeah, literally, like, as, uh, when that scene opened, I was like, crap. No. Was like, no. <laughs> that's Linda, that's Velma as well. You know wife. those scenes at the beginning where he's firing those arrows yes. and that? Yeah. He was in abject pain because apparently he had finished making another film and managed to break both forearms yeah and they were still healing Ooh. while he's standing there pulling Ooh. bows etc there's no way you can do that and make it look like it's mm. not you're not pulling the bow you have to sure yeah there's pain <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure the money helped it there was a small appearance by oh god what's her name blue blue woman i'm, I'm oh, sure she's a well-known actress god. i'm oh, sure we've yeah. heard of her some time travel mm. show, wasn't it? Oh, God, yeah. Nebula. I mean, she didn't have much of a no, part no, she in it. Did anything. She was hardly <laughs> a, a, in it. 
uh, oh, what was the character's name or the actress's name? Um, um, <laughs> would you like to take it away on this bit, El President? That was great. I was so certain that Nebula would uh, be killed off. Yeah. Well, she was. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of them. One of them. Uh, yeah. We had two at one point. Yes. And they swapped clothes, so at some point they were both naked. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't that's see that. It's just typical of you to go there. That's all I've or is that just wish fulfilment? <laughs> well, I've never seen him this excited since uh, Time and Space, the uh, comic relief thing. Space uh, and Time. Yeah, Sorry, Space and Time. Yeah. She did have much, much more of a role, role in the yeah. story she, than yeah. I actually well, expected. Really, she was a leading female yeah. cast member. She had more yeah. to do than uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Or, got or killed Marvel. off really quickly. Captain Marvel was barely there, much less than I expected. Uh, Captain Marvel's hair kept changing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah she was crucial. Yeah. She kept Stark alive for those 20-whatever days until uh, Captain yeah. Marvel finally turned out. That's, I did like the little montage of them aboard the ship, with the, the, the football. Playing him, uh, that yeah. American yeah. football yeah. with the flicking yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. She took him up to the chair to, to die. Again, the it's a, a hidden side to her, side we're yeah. not used to seeing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was quite surprised, because in the, the other stories, in the Guardians of the Galaxy, although she was an important character, she was one of the ensemble, and she hasn't, the character Nebula hasn't been made Made that much of in terms of promotion and all the rest of it. Every film she's been getting a slightly bigger role. Yeah, so I was quite surprised how much of a, a forefront role she was or the character was given here. Yeah, massive, um, massive important role. Yeah. Yeah. And as I said, considering the tweet sort of washed blue ink from behind my ear for the last time. Mm. Well, that's what she said. But that's, uh, no, I said that's that's what she said. But the character is still there. We still on. got we still got uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three coming at some and point. She left with them. She's now uh, she's officially part of the Guardians. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or the As Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> I I can understand why Captain Marvel wasn't involved in this much because, as uh, say, like Superman, Captain Marvel has just got too much power. The end yeah. scene, she comes in and basically. The, the try to blow out the ship, ship she yeah. just destroys the ship for a flight that, that was so cool just yeah <laughs> if, she, it like, if okay. she was there through the whole thing it would have been it would have been about a five ten minute story well I don't know a film of three thirds or three halves or whatever where you have the beginning bit which is them coming to terms with the, the world as it now is yeah. then you have the time heist stuff <laughs> in the middle yeah. and then you have the, the Thanos big fight at the yeah. end Captain Marvel would only really have been of use in that final third yeah in the time travel heist bit yeah she could have gone back and got a stone quite easily but it'd just been one strand of yeah. however was it yeah. four plus I think it wouldn't have made sense because she wasn't there originally when there was that yeah. time travel stuff so yeah. it would have had a character that wasn't there originally so yeah, yeah. obviously we're seeing much, the past of all those characters that middle bit was very much uh, a tribute to the previous ten years of Marvel yeah. using I, the, the outgoing characters and, and certainly I think it was a, a, copper, a, a kappa for some of those characters yeah. the uh, discussion between Howard and Tony Stark yeah. Yeah. coming to terms Stark. there oh that was nice yeah, yeah. yeah. certainly yeah. As, we, as we've had from the previous films there has been tension there mm. and there was a proper crossover from the TV universe to the Marvel yeah. MCU with Jarvis Jarvis, Jarvis. Yeah. Jarvis and also and mid recast unlike uh, Stark yeah <laughs> and also I think we had to have Captain America at least seeing Peggy 
again mm. to make yes. sense of his what final decision. End, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the the resetting the universe and all the rest of it. Did they reset it five years time or did they reset it so yeah. everyone no. jumped back to no, literally no, as Thanos was, came out? Because if they set reset it five years time, yeah. gonna be blooming awkward for all the people that moved on, got yeah. remarried <laughs> and all the rest of it. Yeah, completely. Yeah, I'm sitting there thinking it would have been a lot better to reset it from the point at which Thanos did well, the fingers. Well, it, yes, it probably would have been, but they couldn't because Tony would have lost his daughter. Yeah. Mm. There's that, and doing that would have created a new timeline. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't have saved their timeline. Yeah. No. The thing with the time travel in this story, they can only change the present, yeah. not the past. And Any I, change of the past just creates a fork in the timeline. Yeah. I do like the way they have resolved and got a lot of them moving on, so to speak. I expected more yeah. deaths. Captain, well, mm. in some ways they have, because Captain America... Has he, retired. He died, mm. although he, yeah. he, he, his was... <laughs> His was more of a Doctor Who kind of death, in that he died by um, going back and staying Aging with Peggy. Death. He aged to death. Yeah, so he hasn't died. But yeah, he could still turn up. He could still turn up as an old man, but he he is an old man. It's not Captain America. Yeah. It is his really now. Good effects too. Um, yeah. So yeah, he did a he did a Doctor Who death, as in you're going to go back in time, weeping angels. Yes, you're going to die, kind of style by having a happy ever after. Yeah. I mean, the only one that actually died died was well, Stark and yeah, Black that Widow. Way. Yeah, Black, Black Widow. Widow, yeah, she's the original Gamora. Yeah. yeah, we now have a new Gamora from a yeah. different timeline. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought some of the ways they've written them out at the end was actually quite nice. Yeah. They can still be involved, but they've left them to have a happy retirement, yeah. so to speak. Apart from want Thor, to. who still seems to be active, he's now. Uh, yeah, active. but mm. Thor's an immortal god, so I, you I, know. And also, <laughs> I think the actor has gone on record as saying he'll quite happy to appear as Thor as long as Disney wants him. Really? Okay. Mm. He's only getting the impression that Chris Evans and uh, Downey Jr. want out. Down- well, I think mm. Downey no Jr.'s character has definitely been yeah. given an yeah. out. Yeah. Down- yeah. Downey Jr. I think priced himself out of the role mm-hmm. yeah. probably yeah. from the amount of money that he was demanding getting or whatever yeah, yeah. chris evans for quite some time has gone on record that he's looking forward to the day when his contract is up yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well they both have potential to come back now though because oh, yeah. obviously it's, we can explore yeah. Yeah. that time when cap went back yeah and, uh, well, for time. It, and also there's the black widow standalone yeah. film that's coming out so iron man could be in that because it's, he's a key role to that assuming that'd be before she's died yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. she was it's lying on a slab on a bit all the characters could yeah. come back yeah, yeah, at yeah, some yeah. point in time but yeah. i think from the franchise's point of view they have done the arc they've done the 10 yeah. years you've had mm-hmm. iron man his, his heart and then that was a success and then it kicked off the rest mm-hmm. and then this finishes that cycle off yeah if they are smart with that original group of avengers they should leave that's it, where it they is. should leave it yeah. where it is mm-hmm. it should this... be left to finish its art if you're going to bring them back you bring them back with new actors like they do with batman and what have you i don't think they should recast no um, i mean i'm talking in x amount of years time or what have you yeah but even to. then you can have characters take over the mantle of that hero well, like captain america has now become uh, yeah whatever. but then yeah, you could... that yeah. character's name is i don't even know but they recast <laughs> How many versions of Batman have we had? Yeah, how many versions of Spider-Man? How many versions of Spider-Man have we had? Yeah, how many versions of Superman have we had? It's perfectly possible to recast. It is, but this is an ongoing storyline. I think it'd be wrong to recast. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not not with this ongoing storyline. If they wanted to start, I make an observation, and can I possibly give spoilers for the next lot? Go for it. Next lot's gone then. The 
trailer for Homecoming. Did uh, far wait. From, yeah. far Last from time home. I saw Ender's Game, I did wait until the end to see it. The trailer, trailer for Far From Home is out, mm-hmm. to which we have discovered that the snap has sent rifts through the multiverse maybe the uh, allegedly the mysterio appearing in far from home is not the mysterio from this earth he's uh, a mysterio that's from, what he claims in the truth he's a mysterio from I another earth. <laughs> the main comic book is from earth 616 apparently the cinematic universe is earth 19999 okay there is already established on the comic books multiple earths maybe this is how they're going to get the x-men and uh it could fantastic be. four it could involved. be they they could be from different realities i think there's a danger that if the film franchise gets too tied into the comic book versions yeah. because there's a lot of people that go to see the films that will never have read the comic books yeah. mm-hmm. and won't know the difference between Earth point one point one four five nine version 6, 27th, this, all the rest of it. They the films will cover it. They, won't they will know. only have seen the films. So if the films start to get themselves to up their own version, yeah. you know, timey-wimey and all the rest <laughs> of it, yeah, yeah. they could start to lose the audience that they got for that particular genre and you're also going to to some extent antagonize some comic book fans because it will never replicate what the comic books and are they, exactly yeah, saying don't. it will divert to... off of completely they, yeah, so, they, they, yeah, they think... don't but the, the point i am making is that there is a possibility yeah. for yes they can cast yeah they uh, re- tom cruise for argument's sake cast tom cruise as tony stark but he won't be not tall he, enough um, he won't be <laughs> the tony stark from this reality mm. he could be yeah. bridged True. in from another yeah. reality i think they'd be yeah, sensible be enough to leave them well alone until yeah. x amount of years in the future and they decide to relaunch and and, and do yes. mark two again and concentrate on the, the if they want to carry on with the franchises concentrate mm. on the newer younger marvel characters that, that was, they've introduced that was something we did bring up sort of briefly in the last uh, one of the previous podcasts means well, where do they go from here now that the uh, marvel cinematic universe at least with the characters who have kicked it off has now more or less finished yeah what well, do they do now now they've got plenty well, of other characters say, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just literally just remembered something from the film that you guys might might not have seen. On the subject of Iron Man, mm-hmm. there is a place for them to go with it. Because if you remember rightly, at the very end of the film, when mm. they have the funeral bit, with them all lined up, it gets to the back and there's the young kid from yeah. Iron Man 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't who's a scientist, young scientist himself yeah. and stuff, so that he could potentially take over the mantle mm. for yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. Could do, although we've got War Machine already, who is yeah, effectively but, Iron again, Man like, 2. That could, he could be the new key figure for Iron Man. Any road that was yeah. and that was confusing me. Is, is it near War Machine or Steel Patriot? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think the other problem you have, Iron Man was the thing that launched this Marvel stuff and a lot of that was down to how well um, Robert Downey Robert Downey yeah. played the character yeah. the fact that he stood there in the middle of a room with computer screens that didn't exist and was swiping them and made it look so real mm. and comfortable stuff that's, he's seen in his time when yeah, he's doing yeah. various but drugs that's what sold it and made it I don't think it would work if they recast or mm. gave anyone else yeah. that role within the next 
next five, ten years. Ten years isn't that long. We've had ten years worth mm. of this Marvel yeah, thing but, already. But we've had the films come up in that ten years. We haven't had ten years of nothingness. Uh, I don't think if they went in ten years' time. Yeah, I'm saying ten years' time just as a hypothetical. A but yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Well, that that was the trouble with the multiple Spider-Man reboots. In many ways, it doesn't really matter who these people play in terms of superheroes. It's all about the charisma of the yeah. person playing. Mm. Iron Man wasn't one of the greatest superhero characters no. of all time when he, Robert Downey he, Jr. He was, was cast, a third tier. But he brought so much to it, yeah. mm. it was enough to launch an entire franchise off the yeah. back of. At this point, I'd like to point out to people out there is go on YouTube and look up one marvellous scene. It's a group of YouTubers who have taken one scene from the past 20 films and have analysed it and said why they're holding this up to be an example of Marvel. Oh, really? Okay. I, I do recommend it. Some, yeah. of them, some of them are only five minutes, mm. some of them are 15-minute essays, and some of them are absolutely excellent. Any nebula scenes? I haven't found any nebula yet. <laughs> Gives you a chance. Gives you a chance. I, I have to say, though, I am quite glad... <laughs> That hopefully this is it. This I was it? I, well, no, for this no. this group of Marvel yeah, characters yeah. Okay. because they were starting a bit Old like some, some. Well, not so much, <laughs> but well, some, with, some, maybe, huh? with some of the, if you listen, listen to Big Finish, there's the odd gem, and then there's some dross, and there's mediocre. There are a lot more of the films were started to come out mediocre because they were trying to get to this point mm. of this final battle and all the rest know. of it. It's like, okay, you've done this now. You've run the cycle. I'm I glad think, you've run the cycle. I think I'm beginning stronger, now, frankly. Go off. But, yeah. uh, no, I've got to have to agree with Gene on this, and some of them, some of the latter films were really? a little Some bit... of the most recent films are what? You've got Captain Marvel? Yeah. Mm, okay. I thought it was pretty good. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, that was okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, that was, yeah. Ant-Man was better. Infinity War. Um, Infinity War was Black good. Panther. That was Black Panther. Yeah. yeah I, I don't quite rate that as much. Yeah, no, I like Black Panther. Black was a good story and set it up really well for him. Like, yeah. But they, I'm but not anyway, saying they were bad. I'm just saying they they yeah. had got run well, of the that, mill. It was it wasn't almost action men. Yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> oh. But that's it. They were starting to become a bit like they were almost doing their own own action man by movie by numbers. Unfortunately, it has become popular. When they initially did it, it was only going to be as far as phase three now they're talking about phase four yeah they've already penciled in and the, yeah the i i did pick up a few plot lines in endgame which could possibly lead into phase four that was oh, yeah. too much money in it for them not to yeah well, exactly the second highest grossing film of all time yeah, yeah. probably yeah. gonna be the biggest grossing film of all time again it's finished as well. a, a, a small uh, side bit did you see the little congratulatory photograph oh, that yeah, james, yeah. Cameron james cameron put out for yeah who had the top two yeah. highest grossing films yeah, yeah. Until a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one thing with this film that definitely won't be happening onto any other Marvel films now, and I think it's quite nice it was done for this one. This is the last one that will have the Stanley cameo. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah no, cameo. no more of them. He didn't record any to. Yeah, that was the last food. recorded this was one. the last but of the recorded ones. Hopefully, they'll put still some references into him. Yeah, like, yeah. There could be a oh, yeah. even or, if yeah. it's like, yeah, at the university and it's the Esley the, the yeah. arm yeah. Yeah. or what yeah, have yeah. you. Yeah. But I think that's quite nice that there was one there that this finishes that arc of stories that run and this is the last one that has his appearance in it Mm. we're at nebula (laughs) (laughs) 
great job she did playing those two different versions of herself. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. She was... yeah. Okay, favourite moments from the film. For oh, me, I God. loved all the Captain America bits, just because <laughs> Cap is my guy. So when he got the hammer, I, I have not read the comics, yeah. so I didn't know there was anything about the potential of him getting the hammer. And obviously I remember Ultron, he picked yeah. it up briefly, mm-hmm. didn't think much about that. And then when it happened, I was just like, what? What? <laughs> Allegedly, he could pick it up in Age of Ultron. He just decided not to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> but then also when he fights himself, that was such a cool scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very well done. It helps that one of them was in the full helmet. So. <laughs> uh, personally, for me, I think it was what harked back to the first film, where you had Thanos turn around to him, I am inevitable. Flicks fingers, nothing yeah, happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I'm Iron Man. <laughs> Bang! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which was the end of the uh, press conference, the, the last line of the yeah. first film. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And one thing that I'm curious about now as well is obviously with these films they have special effects and all the things they can do these days and like yeah. de the actors and that they've done a lot which is really really clever. My question is when they go back to in time to like Avengers Assemble and some of the other bits and pieces throughout the timeline we see scenes of the original Avengers from those films but in another situation yeah. did they de-age them or did they film that back in the time when they filmed the oh, film they, they were that planned out no. it could be a different angle shots Some of the of same was. scene and the, they just decided the to use that the stuff mm, yeah. was scenes yeah. they didn't use because she didn't come back she did some voiceover work she, did, yeah. she didn't come back in front of the camera but, I mean, there was the whole bit of the assemb- different mm, yeah. positions because yeah. like so. with the Avengers Assemble there was a whole bit where they continued on from that last pose in Avengers Assemble with Loki and then there's a whole little scene yeah. Yeah. They're walking of course, around Robert Redford turns up and he, he yeah. wasn't yeah. at all yeah. involved. Civil War. Civil War, A lot yeah. of those were so that couldn't have been filmed especially better. for it. Yeah. yeah. But we did obviously, we have uh, the out for uh, getting Loki back now for yeah. the yeah. Disney Plus series. Maybe. Yeah, he's still about now. Mm-hmm. Is he? He's dead, but he's not dead. He's like Gamora. There's, yes. a, there's another version of yes. him running around, potentially. I know how the time travel branches yeah. when you go back, but if you then go back again and put the stone back from when you got it, why does it the branch cease to exist? You're still there and you weren't there originally. It's still a branch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not getting into that. You end up, you end up. If you take it and you put it back, you create a causal loop, and this is where you start to get a headache if you do time travel, because you either you either end up in a causal loop within your own time stream, which means you can never break out of that action because you put it there in order for you to get it to put it there because you yeah, got it yeah. to put it there mm-hmm. because you got it, yeah, 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 or yeah. you break that causal loop and go off at a different tangent, which means there are then two time streams dreams versions where one of them you put it back and one of them you did like two competing <laughs> theories of time travel like it is <laughs> wibbly wobbly timey it obeyed Stuff. the laws of narrative yeah it obeyed the blooming script <laughs> <laughs> it's cause like what they wrote it the play what they wrote so. I, I, I wasn't happy they killed Black Widow <laughs> should get better or not I mean, it shouldn't be set in the past uh, standalone film I don't know do you think it could be set in the past or in the five year gap oh it could be in the five year gap yeah they can still explore that five year gap it means you could have Nebula about too yeah oh, that's good to me <laughs> <laughs> oh dear mm, Black Widow and Nebula oh my god that, I'm not coming around this place it's going to get very mucky <laughs> think of all the slash fiction <laughs> I think these two already are and on that note <laughs> would like to know what you thought of Endgame so you can send your comments or reviews to show at staggeringstories.net (laughs) 
dear listeners, you've sent us feedback. Thank you. Hooray. Thank you. Thank you. It's more a listener has time. sent us feedback. Oh, enough for 20, though. David Banner has sent us feedback. Yay. Hello, David. Hello. Let me go round the table shaking your hands. Hello, Snoopy. Hello, Littlest Hobo. Hello, Rin Tin Tin. Hello, Timmy. And hello, Scrappy Doo. Who's who? Well, Steve Nimmer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> well, I must say sorry, first of all. I think it's been about five years since I last emailed in. So sorry, slaps wrist. To be fair, I did make resolutions to send in correspondence, but like all good resolutions, I never kept them. Uh, what? So what's happened in five years? Ooh, well, <laughs> still the same house, had a new car, still married, good. 25 years this August. Oh, wow. Had a new phone, now needs separate reading glasses from my normal glasses. Yep. Oh, what, only two pairs? I'm on to three. Um, <laughs> bit of a nuisance to carry around two pairs, get very focals or bifocals. But I still find myself not using the readers and peering over the top of my normal pe- reading pair. To As find. You yeah. Before one of you comment that I can get very focal or whatever they're called, no, I can't on medical grounds, so there. <laughs> not much else, really. My dad's got cancer and my father-in-law had major heart surgery. Both are okay, although my dad is currently having another road of chemotherapy. I hope he makes a good recovery soon. Same here. All in all, not much. (laughs) That's not much, okay. He continues. We're splitting this up a bit, and there's quite a bit to get through. Mm. Still listen to your podcast every fortnight, as well as a number of others. Shame the Doctor Who podcast, and you are most welcome finished. Ah, I miss the two beards from the flashing blade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I must say, the new chap you have got makes me feel old. (laughs) When does his voice finish breaking? (laughs) You said you weren't mentioned. <laughs> I mentioned that as a dick there. Yep. And no way can he be a true fan to his endured years and years of ridicule and withering looks from WH Smith staff and saying things like, I'm buying this for my nephew and my friend asked me to buy this for him. Still, it's very nice to have him on board, even though he's only about 13. <laughs> <laughs> no, 913. <laughs> anyway, I've been listening to a number of Whisper non-Doctor podcasts. <gasps> I feel bad enough thinking about it, let alone typing it. Many drama podcasts, these three I recommend to you. Okay. Wolf 359. Ooh. Starts off a bit like Red Dwarf, set in a space station miles away with a mission to monitor radio waves and conduct experiments. It has a crew of three, a slacker, by the rules commander and a sinister doctor. That's the best kind. Mm. It's funded by a private company, but quickly and mystery starts, especially when they pick up old Earth radio waves. And why would a private company spend millions on sending a slacker into space? Oh. Over the course of four seasons, it tells a complete story. You will laugh, haha, uh-huh, cry, boo-hoo, and be amazed. Just be careful at work. Don't want any accidents. Ours <laughs> mm. Paradoxica. If you enjoyed the vast Toffee's 11th Doctor timey-wimey, you will like this, but with added swearing. Imagine a spy story, but with time travel. More like Tinker Tailor timey-wimey. Oh, dear. (laughs) A scientist from now accidentally sends herself back to the Philadelphia experiment, where she is quickly employed by the US government to help end the war. She finds herself building a new life, but with the Cold War starting, she needs to give her government a way to stop the Reds. 
And what better way than to change people's history? If you don't like the way a person is going, then go back and alter their past. And if in return you find that person has changed too much, then go back and change their past. <laughs> and if in returning you find that person has changed too much, then go back and change the past. And anyway, you can get the idea. Yeah. It starts off quite a simple story of a person trying to do their best, but very quickly turns everything on its head. Which version of the character are you listening to? How many times have they been changed? You can have the same actions, but replayed over and over again, and everyone is different. It also has codes at the end for you to solve. Remember the code message you used to get late at night when played around on the AM medium wave radio? Mm-hmm. Number stations, I think he means. Well, what if those codes are not just messages also from somewhere else? My description doesn't do it justice. Just try the first season. Oh. King's Fools. A.M., my current favourite. Imagine the X-Files crossed with Twin Pigs, but mated with Frasier. Okay. <laughs> okay. It tells the story of Kings Falls, a small American town voted best small town in America by its residents, and the spooky goings-on all relayed by a late-night A.M. radio phone-in show. You've got a haunted wood, talking shadows, a library with its own apparition of US presidents with guns, <laughs> rainbow lights in the sky, alien abductions, and a government conspiracy. Mm. It also has an old timer who says things that even Karen wouldn't dare to. Really? <laughs> Hugely recommended. Mm. That will do for the moment. I'm probably sending you to sleep right now. I like the idea of this. The other thing is that this is five years worth of Doctor Who to talk about. <laughs> Which is actually about three seasons. <laughs> Last time was, I believe, Day of the Doctor. Still believe it would have had, should have had McGann instead of Hurt. Mm. Have you seen McGann do his evil on Holby? No. Yes, and I totally agree. <laughs> I do see him playing a Nazi officer on stage. Oh. So, shall I do it now or let you go home? Decisions, decisions, decisions. Well, grab a muggy-wuggy mug of tea and dive down into it. Mm. Time of the Doctor. Mm. I cried, loved, loved, loved his last soliloquy. You were the first face this face saw. I'm crying now. Perfect. Even my wife, a not-we, cried. Deep breath. Yep. Big yawn. Yep. I have to say, <laughs> really? Deep breath. Th this, was... this is Mickey saying. Yeah, really. yeah. yeah. I, I wasn't that impressed with deep breath. I quite liked it. I, I, liked, I loved deep breath. That's all right, but it wasn't all that. Into the Dalek. No one wants to see a Dalek being penetrated. Oh, I love oh, Dalek, mate. <laughs> Robin of Sherwood. Clara's dress... Robot of Sherwood. Don't worry. Sorry, Robot of Sherwood. <laughs> Clara's dress was pity, sigh, kept humming made Marion theme tune did anything else happen mm. yeah I must rewatch that sometime listen oh my jumping frog that was good Ooh. really <laughs> yeah it was, yeah, it was no it wasn't <laughs> but really wanted Danny Plonk to die <laughs> time heist Keely Hawks I'd watch yes, anything yeah. with her in it she really needs to be a doctor one day yes I agree with that she's great <laughs> she was amazing she in bodyguard the caretaker just blow up the school and with Danny took inside uh -huh. kill the moon the moon's an egg! Excellent! Moon Though I did wonder how big it would be if I fried it. <laughs> Mummy on the Orient Express. Look at Clara's dress. Sigh. Did anything happen? Oh, Again. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I really I enjoyed Mummy on the Orient Express. That was one of the better ones. It was. That's when it really started going that season. For Flatline. Me. Clara playing at being the Doctor. Just look at the big brown eyes. Sigh. I'll do anything she tells me. <laughs> Sigh. Not much pee cap. Although it's fine by me because I got more Clara. Sigh. Mm. <laughs> In the Forest of the Night. Oh, uh, not a good one. Tiger. Danny Stink. Ah, shucks. 
why couldn't the tiger kill him and then refuse to eat him because he tasted very hot? <laughs> Do you get the feeling he doesn't like Danny? I think so. No. Dark water, death in heaven. Oh, yeah, Danny Plonk, dead. Hip, hip, away. <laughs> Clara, sigh. If you ever need to talk at any time, day or night, I'm here for you. <laughs> What's that? Oh, of course you can have a big hug. Sigh. <laughs> oh, beep. Fanny wonks back. <laughs> Where's a Raston warrior robot when you need one to chop off his head? No, hang on. Wait a moment. Yes, he's definitely dead. No, Clara. Sigh. Wait. Come back. I didn't mean to do a fist pump when he died again. Oh, poo. <laughs> so, end of year report on PCAP. D minus. Rude, grumpy, arrogant. No wonder he has no friends. Yeah. Ooh, bad. No, mm. no. Well, he wasn't that impressed with uh, Capaldi's first season, with, with his version of the Doctor that first I, season. I was impressed. I didn't think he had the writing. A That's, lot of people have said mm, that. A lot of people say that about Whitaker as well. Yeah. yeah. Being serious for a moment, right. this is the first Doctor I really struggled with. Even yeah. early first Doctor has a child about him. Grumpy, as my daughter calls him, is utterly unlovable and unlikable. I'm struggling to watch the show and I've been enjoying it since 1981. Am I watching because I always have and it's a habit because of, or because I enjoy it? Right now, at the end of PCAP's first series, I really don't know. If it wasn't for Clara, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I would watch. I got a bit like that with some of Matt Smith's season. Am I watching it through habit or... Anyway. Looking back from the benefit of five years, and I, I can understand why the viewers dropped off, and I do blame the PCAP's choices in his portrayal of the Doctor. It was too difficult for too long. They made a mistake in not softening him by the end of his first series. Mm. Yeah. Not even my wife, a not we, commented on how cruel the 12th Doctor was. Whereas 12 loves what exactly? What does he like? Being rude, uncaring? He is the most selfish doctor yet. Ooh, I don't know. So, all in all, not a great start to PCAP's era. He didn't come across as 100% rebel time lord, more autistic time lord. So, I think that's it. Next time, Series 9. That's if I remember to email in. <laughs> I shan't make a resolu- resolution to do so. So, until then, my friends, it's time to go home. In the meantime, go and do something useful. Plant a bulb in your garden, smile at a stranger, or tell your neighbours builders to pack up early so you can have a quiet weekend. <laughs> Regards, David Banner. Thank you. P.S. Have you seen the new Big Finish website? It's a bit pants. Yeah. I know it changed. I haven't gone in depth. Yeah, I didn't like it either. I've not spent much time on there. It's just harder to navigate. The old one had a lot of stuff on the front page yeah. and you could easily see. I don't know. Any audio feedback? No audio feedback. Well, in that case, mm-hmm. lead us out, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Ah. Oh. Uh, Thank God. But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More fun frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who old and new. So, until that. E for endgame? Innovating. Eviscerating. Energetic. Exasperating. Elderly. Exasperating. <laughs> Infuriating. Embiggened. <laughs> Embiggened. <laughs> Enema. <laughs> Comes. <laughs> Engulfing you towards us. <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. This is me, the guy with the high and deep voice at the time. I don't know where it is. <laughs> it's confusing to me as well. But yeah, this is Stephen. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 315, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler, Keith Dunn, and Stephen Clare. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net.
it's come to the attention of my benevolent administration that which one is it, Harry? Mm, yeah. That Harry and Meghan have had a child called mm. Archie. Until then, this is Liz saying, Missy you. Okay. It's very good. He gets really into the part of you know, the wig and the dress and the whole bit. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah. It's, it's surreal sometimes <laughs> being him, it really is. So. The thing that makes me laugh is the, the mean and moody episode, the one that built up to the battle. Most of the things was like, oh, he has lost the virginity. <laughs> is the actress old enough? <laughs> apparently yes, that, the actress she, is about 22. She's 22. But yeah, apparently that is, that is one of the things that was Googled most after the episode. How old is Maisie the, Williams? The age of Maisie Williams. Have I is just, it okay to like her? Yeah, have I just in, committed an offence here by watching this programme? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Obviously, oh, yeah. I don't mind going topless. He's seeing it. None of you are. Because <laughs> that shirt stayed in place. I think there was double-sided tape on the sides. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw somebody dressed up as uh, Phasma in Hollywood Studios. Oh, yeah. They weren't nearly tall enough, though. Yeah. <laughs> they were the same height as the Stormtroopers. She's yeah. a very tall girl. Clearly wasn't her, even though they had her voice. Obviously pre-recorded. But... There's a new Game of Thrones Funko Pop that's been released or coming mm. out soon. <laughs> <laughs> A Starbucks cup. Yeah. cup. Do we have an intro? Yes, we do. Way Intro! Intro! <laughs> it just scrolled through my Google News feed, and there's so much Avengers and Game of Thrones. And <laughs> I'm just like, spoilers! Oh, wait, I've said it all as well. Yep. Yeah, CPR's my favourite. She's, She's super. Quite attractive. Decided- yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the reason I go to that first all the time. Have we decided which we're going to do first? Coin. Well, I think it, no. I, coin. Wait, we don't need to coin. do the coin. Don't. Well, it's the end game, so surely it should come last. <laughs> <laughs> it's a decision. It's a decision. I'm not going to knock it. <laughs> it was better than my tactic to heads or tails. So yeah. I was just like, wait a minute, and, just, and, and yeah, we should do it at the end of the podcast. So we talk about the capital first. Yeah. Capital first. Mm-hmm. Is that what are you doing? You're in the middle of the podcast. You're not meant to be phoning. Oh, say something to the podcast. I'll put you next to the mic. Okay. <laughs> didn't hear that, but maybe it, it the was. End. It was. Yes. <laughs> we should. We should put that on. There was a fight. A fight. Where, where, you got into a fight. Uh, did you was, win? At the planning meeting, a fight at the planning oh, meeting. Oh, don't tell, don't tell. <laughs> Jean's interested. Her ears are puking up. It was the the people opposed to the development against the people in favour of it. Ooh. <laughs> was fight, there fisticuffs? Fight, fight, fight. Oh, some shoving. Oh, well, oh, never oh. mind. <laughs> okay. She loves us all. <laughs> I think the worst we've ever had was an application went through and the objectors came up to the desk and defamed the parentage of the panel members <laughs> um, and a oh, few yeah. choice swear words and that kind of stuff. <laughs> I won't see Pokemon. I hope you're seeing it tomorrow. Pika, pika, pika. Doesn't sound good now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of ad libbing going on in there. It, it, there is, it is slightly. You can kind of hear a bit of Deadpool coming out in Pikachu. Oh. <laughs> um, you don't have to know the different Pokemon characters or their powers. 
because the ones that have powers use them, you figure it out. The ones that don't, well, you know it's a yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon because yeah. it's not a human being. <laughs> it's not a bad plot. It's Some of it's a bit, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've seen, you seen it already, though? You've yeah. Okay. Yeah, I went and saw it on Saturday. Does Pikachu die horribly? Yes. Oh, good. No. <laughs> 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 yes, does, does Pikachu e- gets killed. Ah, comes back Ooh. as Robo Pikachu. Does, does Eevee make a few appearances? Oh, I know they she's do in a one of the trailers. They evolve an Eevee into a Flareon. It is the most beautiful thing you have ever seen. The shiny light and the blue. And then you get this beautiful Flareon with the tail fluffing up and it's glowing. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. But one of my friends, who was like a really big Pokemon fan. She only gave it like a one star rating. Um, I'm like, what? <laughs> Like some of the names of them, sort of jig- Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. <laughs> now that's it. Maybe that's Jigglypuffs. I, um, there was a blow-up Jigglypuff, but I don't think I saw any Jigglypuffs actually in it. The snubball is funny, though. <laughs> Wasn't there a scene in one of the trailers where there's Jigglypuff lot on a table somewhere with a microphone? It might, might be have been. I've got another shiny snubball the other day, though. I have got a shiny snubball. Can you get treatment for that? <laughs> I think we're the only two in this room right now that play Pokemon. Oh, and I was like, what? 